Blog Talk Radio. supernatural realm, a reference to angels and demons is but natural. Demons can be termed to be negative spirits that can stalk us emotionally, mentally, and physically, preying on us for spiritual gains. This video will discuss the various types of demons and the powers they possess. Demons need an open door or a portal that is some kind of an entry point into a person's life. They cannot enter, possess, or torment without that individual's permission. The word demon is derived from the ancient Greek word dame, meaning a spirit or a divine power. This word initially did not carry the negativity of the present set of demons. Demons in today's world are supernatural and often malevolent entities. Their reference is found in all sacred and religious texts. In Christian demonology, a demon is an unclean spirit, a fallen angel, an unknown entity that caused demonic possession and can only be removed through exorcism. In Western occultism, a demon is a supernatural entity that has to be conjured and controlled with specific given tasks. The following are the various classification of the demons and their abilities according to various myths, beliefs, and religious texts. Demon Hierarchy Believe it or not, demons do have a hierarchy and a cosmic system. Here are the various classifications. Fallen Angels The angels who rebelled against God with Satan are known as fallen angels. Satan or Lucifer was an angel known as Samael, the angel of light. He became Lucifer when he rebelled and was thrown down from heaven. Now. He is known as Abaddon, the Destroyer, and Apollyon, the Angel of the Bottomless Pit. The Seraphim are the most powerful among the fallen angels. Demon of Elements Fiery Demons These demons reside in the vast darkness of space and have least interest in the human realms. Their work is not yet defined for the human realm. They have no contact with the human race and work on a totally unknown secret agenda. Aerial Demons These demons always attempt to seek the destruction of mankind. They swarm the spirit world seeking an entry into the material world to attack humans. Terrestrial Demons These demons have settled on Earth, as they have been cast out of the heavenly realm. Often confused with shape-shifting creatures, they can take the animal as well as human form. If a terrestrial demon is killed on the earthly plane, then it dies supernaturally as well. Aqueous Demons These demons dwell in water bodies and take pleasure in drowning humans, especially children. They are often monsters that exist in deep seas, which destroy and drown ships. Subterranean Demons 
These demons live a very obscure life by dwelling in forgotten caves. They can be summoned to the surface only by disturbing their way of living. Bound Demons These demons are helper demons. They work under an occultist or a magician. Sound check, they are one. to their master, and sometimes, they act as guides or protectors for places of treasure. Abilities of a demon Power to torment mentally and physically. Purposeful deception, create false reality. Disguised as good spirits. Producing insanity, have great physical strength. Power over nature, Satan can produce whirlwinds, fire from heaven and great miracles in the presence of people. Power over the human body, Satan produces painful boils or welts, diseases. Dumbness, blindness, epilepsy, attempted murder. Multiple possession, apparently seeking rest by possessing humans. Convulsions, child possession, mauling. Animal possession. A limited prevision of the future, fortune telling. Anger, great strength, and power. Treacherous nature, scheme wickedly, attack humans. Provide supernatural revelations like telling the past and future. Ability to speak through an animal. Can travel from one realm to another. Projection of a false reality. Ability to remove thoughts, to implant thoughts and to manipulate the mind. Deceive the nations with malicious plans. They are invisible, but there is an awareness of their presence. Can take human form. Pagan rituals through occult practices and human sacrifice. Can transport human beings into surreal situations making them feel in supernatural falsity. Limited ability over events and human actions. Child sacrifice and murder for rituals. Communicate by speech to humans. Vast in number. Speak to men. Can control vocal cords. Strike humans with paralysis and possession. Know and speak different languages. Preach a false gospel and deception about God. Give false visions and experiences. Can perform miracles. What is demonic possession? Demonic possession has been reported and has roots in many cultures and religious sects. The early case of possessions came from the Sumerians who believed that sickness demons caused a person to fall ill. Christian faith attributes possession to lower demons and fallen angels. A person can get possessed only when she or he gives the malevolent entity an entry into their life's ex, through Ouija board, seance, conjuring of demons, pact with Satan, black magic, and ritualistic practices. The signs of possession are when the victim talks and understands different languages, levitates and crawls on walls, has convulsions and fits, erased memory, change in personality, clairvoyance about people around him, hurts or injures oneself, and has superhuman strength. The only way out of this is an exorcism performed by religious heads. Alphabetical list of demons and their powers. Abaddon. Another name for Satan, meaning the destroyer.
Abraxas, Gnostic Supreme Entity, ruler of all 365 heavens or circles of creation. Adramlik, possessing the shape of a mule or peacock, he is considered as High Chancellor of Hell, President of High Council of Devils, and Superintendent of Demon King's Wardrobe. Agars, appears riding a crocodile, governs 31 legions and is said to make enemies flee. He teaches all languages, and makes earth spirits dance. Araman, another name for devil in the Persian religion. Aim, fire demon, duke of hell, has command over 26 legions has three heads, a serpent, a man, and a cat. Alastor, Alastor was originally immortal, the son of Neleus who was the king of Pylos, but later he became a demon after he was slain by Hercules, the greatest hero of Roman mythology. In Christian demonology and Zoroastrianism, Alastor is known as the executioner. It is also sometimes used as a generic term for evil spirits as a whole. Alasis, teacher of astronomy and liberal arts, he has the head of a lion and rides as a knight. He is said to command over 36 legions. Amdusius Looks like a unicorn but comes as a human form when summoned. Has command over 29 legions and arrives with a trumpet sound. The trees are known to revere it. Amun Reconciler of friends. Can predict past and future. Egyptian supreme blue-skinned god who appears as a wolf with a serpent's tail and in the human form, has the head of an owl and canine teeth. Amy, commander of 36 legions, a great president who appears in flames and teaches astrology. Andrus, escalates quarrels and discord, travels on a black wolf, has face of an owl and body of an angel. Commands 36 legions. Andre Alphys, Teacher of geometry, appears like a peacock, and raises a great noise. Andromalias, great and might Earl appears in the human form with a great serpent, it punishes thieves and wicked people. Anzu, a Sumerian mythical creature that lived in the realms of God. Asmodee, Persian demon of wrath. Astaroth. A Grand Duke who presides over 40 legions, appears as an ugly creature over a dragon with a viper. Summoned by magicians. Astarte. Goddess of fertility in many ancient cultures. Azazel. Semitic goat-headed demon god. Baal. First king of hell, appears with a human head, cat head, and toad head has 66 legions and teaches the art of invisibility. Balaam commands 40 legions, rides on a bear and has the face of a bull, a man, and a ram. He can predict past, present, future events. Barbados Similar to the folklore of Robin Hood, he is an archer, has command over 30 legions teaches to decipher animal language and seeks hidden treasure. Bathin, a strong, great duke, 
with serpent's tail, sitting on a pale horse. He teaches virtues of herbs and precious stones. Beelzebub Beelzebub is one of the oldest and most demonic figures ever. His strength surpassed the extremes of evil and thus he was termed the king of fallen gods. He is also considered the ruler of the infernal regions. Philistines hated flies and they believed that everything was created by the Almighty except the flies, which were created by Satan. Beelzebub was therefore sometimes known as the Prince of Flies. Behemoth Egyptian spirit of the desert Belial Chief of all the devils Belphegor The god of biblical Moabites Virabha Indian demon with long crooked nails who watches over the souls who wander in the space of aerial demons Boor President of Hell, and Demon of Second Order. Commands fifty legions and moves by rolling himself, teacher of philosophy, logic, and herbal medicine. Kali. Hindu Goddess of Destruction. Kalikant Zeros. A Greek vampire that fed on children born during Christmas and Epiphany. Came. Wise occupant and high president of Hell. He is known to be a teacher of communication with animals. Cerberus A Roman or Greek mythological creature that guarded the gates of hell. Changshi The Changshi is the Chinese version of the vampire. In Chinese belief, each person has two souls, a superior or rational soul and an inferior irrational soul. The superior soul could leave a sleeping body and appear as the body's double as it roamed about. It could also possess and speak through the body of another. However, if something would happen to the disembodied soul during its journey, its body would suffer. Crosal Great and strong duke with 48 legions in his command. He is known to teach controlling of water elements. Devas in the Zoroastrian religion, a Deva is a demonic and destructive being. Devas are combated by the Ahuras who help to uphold the moral law. Dag 109 A great witch according to Iroquois mythology, who appears... Praise God and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. I want to thank all of my listeners that's listening to me on Facebook had a problem getting in there, but we did get in there. We are live, and I want to make sure that we run a test. We may have a, a live delay on Blog Talk, but you'll be able to still see it. We have a seminar, and we want to invite you to come to the seminar tonight. This demonologist is our telethon. We are celebrating our anniversary and we've been on air for about 15 years, and we want to thank every last one of you who are listening to us right now at LiveDeliverance.com. You can contact us at www.LiveDeliverance.com. You can email us at OverTonAvy1 at gmail.com. Again, www.LiveDeliverance.com. 
com. We are on 24 hours a day. This is our telethon, and we're going to be stretching it out this evening on the subject of demons. At the end of this program, you will rehear that segment that I just put up. I did that just to hold the audience down until I got this taken care of. The devil is a liar. The truth is not in him. And God's word is true. It is true all the time. And the devil don't want you to know anything about him. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus. We take authority over every demonic spirit. We bind Satan. We ask that the hearer receive the word of God toward his enemies. And we ask that the presence of the Holy Spirit protect all of us throughout this teaching. And we come up against any evil force that will block us. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, and block us from bringing this word to us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Demonically caused conditions, we're going to start with that. We've got a lot to learn today. This is our telethon, and I'm going to be running this one hour and 37 straight minutes on our blog talk after that. You can still come to www.livedeliverance.com. Again, www.livedeliverance.com. We will be on this segment through the remaining of the night and also on Facebook as long as I can video camera it. We will be on. Okay. Demons are used by Satan. Most Christians don't know anything else about the devil. They don't know nothing about demons. It's amazing that people can be born again and not know the enemy. <laughs> uh, no one who don't know the enemy wins a war in the physical, and it's the same thing in the spiritual. Demons are used by Satan to oppose God. They want to oppose God, his plan, and his purpose for you and his people. They also war against unbelievers to keep them from the truth of the gospel. There's another gospel out here called Another Jesus, and boy, that's the one that's where everybody has locked themselves into and are comfortable in with this other Jesus, such teachings as Joe Osteen without casting out demons. T.T. Jakes, he doesn't cast out demons. And when you don't cast out demons, it's not the fullness of the gospel, and Especially when you're talking about thou money cometh, that ain't nothing but demons. Those are doctrines of devils, thou money cometh. Demons have doctrines. We're going to look at that. Called doctrines of devils in 1 Timothy 4.1. They have doctrine. And uh, you would be surprised of their doctrine and what they carry. They have their own format of doctrine. And any teaching that's not biblical and does not deal with casting out of demons, doctrine of devils. I believe that these same doctrines of devils confuse Christians and put them into politics and having people thinking that uh, they are right. Those are doctrines of devils. Give one political party a little good something for people, didn't give the other political party a little good something, and the demons are involved with all of that. The Bible says that the, now the Spirit speaketh expressed that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, 
giving heed to seducing spirits and <clears throat> doctrines of devils. And I believe that Christmas is a doctrine of devils. Santa Claus, those are doctrines of devil. Easter bunny rabbit, those are doctrines of devils because that has nothing to do with Jesus and you are molding yourself in with the world. Christ's kingdom is opposite of the kingdom of God. There are many doctrines of devils out here. And just for you who are not familiar with demonology, demonology is the study of deceit. And I'm going to give you a list of some doctrines of demons, and you will be very, very, very surprised. Yoga, doctrines of devils, transcendental meditation, martial art, psychometry, clairvoyancy, voodoo, visionary guide, pyramid power, holistic health practices, mind control, psychic healing, psychokinesis, Eastern meditation, spirit guide, I Ching, parapsychologist, teleportation without the Holy Spirit, hypnosis, telekinesis, biorhythm charts, apparition, numerology, ESP, psychocometry, psychotrometry, all of these are doctrines of devils. Other areas of doctrines of demons that demons have set up for you to worship, thinking that you worship Christ, is Mormonism. Children of God, Scientology, Zarathosophonism, Ekendor, A Curse of Miracles, Druid, Celtic Religion, Unification Church of Reverend Sun Yun Moon, Abacupinism, Church of Satan, Christian Science, Swabaguzanism, Harakarishna, The Way International, these are doctrines of devils, Mythology, Anthropophysiology, Kapitbuzanism, Rastafanarianism, Jehovah Witness, Centuria, Islam, Unity, Edward Casey, Signs of the Mind, Spiritism, Voodoo, Satanism, Balimobi, Hinduism, Science of Created Intelligence. Oh, that's a powerful one. A powerful one there. Those are doctrines of devils, and we have many, many others. Demon control Pacific territories, principalities, territory, the Republican Party is a worldly party. It is not affiliated with Christianity, although Christians, most conservative Christians here in America, they think that they, because they are conservative, that they are Christian. That's nowhere in the Bible. And those who think that they are uh, in, uh, liberals, <laughs> they number doctrines of devils. Politics really is involved with satanic interventions with principalities, and a lot of people don't realize this. This is why you really have to pray and not connect yourself to a political party. When you do that, you're telling your, yourself you're part of the world. And Jesus tells us to be in the world but be not of the world. Now, you can vote, but you don't have to uh, be part of no Republican Party in the convention and 
you know, getting involved with that stuff because that's not the kingdom of God. If it was, Jesus would have put it in the Bible for his disciples to follow Pontius Pilate. They did not. And you got a lot of pastors crossing over, being a, a representative, then being a pastor. You got to be do the one or the other. I don't get involved with politics because I'm not called to that. I'm, I'm called to teach God's word and call out all unrighteousness. And the only time that God moved on me was during the time that Donald Trump was in office and I, the spirit of God had to come up against me to warn people. I prophesied about him that he was not of God. He's still not of God. Even Joe Biden, he's, he's Catholic. That doesn't mean that you saved. You can be Catholic, nothing against these people, but they're of the world. I was Roman Catholic. I never accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. He just sprinkled me with some water and, and had me in a catechism class. Oh, my God. And taught me nothing but demons. Doctrines of devils is operating also in the body of the, uh, of the church with Roman Catholics praying to Mary. Nowhere that God tells us to pray to the Virgin Mary. These are doctrines of demons. They also have principalities, such as the Prince of Persia, mentioned in Daniel chapter 10, verse 12 and 13. Demons also work through personalities of people, through men and women to accomplish satanic objectives in the world. Opposition to God's will is Satan, his main objectives. The word Satan means adversary. Satan is primarily God's adversary. In Job chapter 1, verse 6, in Matthew chapter 13, verse 39, he is secondarily man's adversary. Also in Zechariah chapter 3, verse 1, and in 1 Peter uh, chapter 5, verse 8. Demons have different natures. One demon identifies himself in 1 Kings 2223 as a lion spirit a deaf and dumb spirit is identified in mark chapter 9 verse 25 demons of various natures operate as spirits of infirmity seducing spirits unclean spirit satan used them to war against man in body in soul and in spirit we're also looking at the spirit of infirmity. We're talking about demonology. The study of demons is the study of deceit. These are spirits that afflict the body of believers as well as unbelievers. Read Luke chapter 13, verse 10 through 17. I also, thank you, Holy Spirit, believe that doctrine of devils is to get people to worship on Sunday. That's pitiful. Again, it's to get people to worship on Sunday. Oh, my God. Sunday worship. Nowhere in the Bible that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, did anything on Sunday. Not in the Bible. Jesus says he's Lord of Sabbath in Mark 2, 27 and 2, 28. Jesus cast out demons on the Sabbath day, not on Sundays. So I believe that doctrines of devils have been intruded. The Roman Catholic Church did that with Constantine, moving it from Saturday to Sunday. They ain't nothing but the devil. God does not want us worshiping on no Sunday. I don't care who you are. Sunday is not a day for Christians supposed to be worshiped. It's the Sabbath. And Jesus says that he's Lord of Sabbath. 
Now, there is something that I want you to see to knock this out and go to the book of Mark 2.27, Mark 2.27, and he said unto them, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the Son of Man is Lord, also of the Sabbath. So Christ is Lord of the Sabbath. And if Christ is not Lord of the Sabbath, then who is? You see, the devil is a lie. And you see how the devil can get people caught up in worshiping the Lord on the wrong day, and if you don't study, you're going to get messed up. And the devil knows that. And he would love to keep you blind. I'm trying to find a scripture. We're alive. Hang on. God likes his Sabbath. He wants us to rest on his Sabbath. And the devil wants you to go to church on a Sunday and not have you do no studying of any about the Sabbath. And that's a lie because Jesus is Lord of Sabbath. And that's a powerful principality that tries to move the believer away from Sunday. Nowhere in Scripture that you can see Jesus did any miracles on a Sunday. That's doctrines of devils. The spirit of infirmity brings sicknesses upon people. They like to harm the the human uh, body if they can, like to interfere with your health. Demons have different natures. One demon identifies himself in 1 Kings 22, 23 as a lying spirit. A deaf and dumb spirit is identified in Mark chapter 9, verse 25. Demons of various nature operate as spirits of infirmity. Now, I'm looking for something, and the Holy Spirit will help me get it. I ask that you... Please be patient with me. It's a very, very important scripture. And I pray that the Lord will bring it to pass. And I'm waiting on the Holy Spirit. And yes, he came. Isn't he good? So you ain't got to worry about what you're going to say. I, I'm going to say, I just said peace. He just gave it to me. Please turn to Isaiah chapter 58, verse 13. Isaiah 58, 13. Isaiah. 58 and 58 
verse 13. And this should knock out doctrines of devils if you still believe in Sunday worship. If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, that's this is for Christians. Listen to me. You can't serve God how you want to serve God. You got to serve God according to the word of God. He says, if thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day. You can't be doing that. But Christians don't know that. And call the Sabbath a delight the holy of the Lord, honorable, and show honor of him, not doing thy own ways, nor finding thy own pleasures, nor speaking thy own words. Then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord, and I will cause thee to rise upon the high places of the earth and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. He'll feed you that honor him on the Sabbath. And doctrines of demons and got in there and got you on Sundays. That ain't nowhere in the Bible. Sunday's in the Word one time. Nowhere in the Synoptic Gospels that Jesus performed any miracles on a Sunday. You got that wrong. You got it wrong. Now, what the devil wants to do, and we're talking about demons, is to really create fear in you because if the demons can create fear in you you can't trust god now there's a spirit i want to get a hit real hard before i deal back with the spirit of infirmities and that's the spirit of fear turn, turn to second timothy 1 7 it says For God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God did not give us a spirit of fear. Now, this spirit, oh, my God, when this spirit enters into a person, it suffocates faith. That's right. It overshadows faith. It gives you imagination. All that comes with fear. How this is going to happen? How I'm going to get that done? It's time for you to speak. Whoa, 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 hold up. Where are my notes? I got to get my notes. And how, what I'm going to say, you don't need to supposed to be worrying about that if you're going to teach the word doing it the right way. Luke twelve eleven says we ain't got to worry about what we're going to say or how we're going to say it. But the Holy Spirit should teach us at that hour what we need to say, Luke twelve eleven. But fear chokes our faith. Now, if it chokes out faith, don't you think that the devil have an upper hand on you? If it chokes out faith, the devil has an upper hand on you because you can't believe in God for nothing. You don't have faith. And the Bible says in Romans 14, 23, whatsoever is not a faith is sin. So what they do is to set you up. They will set you up so that you can operate in fear and God does not don't he don't want none of his children to be running around operating in fear being scared this is a very powerful spirit it blocks the believers of reaching faith the manifestations of fear is fright fear also brings torment 
please go to 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. 1 John 4, 18. 1 John 4, 18. First John four eighteen. The Bible says there is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. Now don't you think that's a demon? Fear has torment. The spirit of torment works with the spirit of fear. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Christ is love. So fear will pull you away from trusting in God. It brings horror, dread. It produces faithlessness, nightmares, anxiety, worrying about tomorrow, carefully, Carelessness, jittery, shy, inaccuracy, tension, stress, and eventually a heart attack can try to kill you. This is a very powerful spirit, operates in the body of believers and stops believers from receiving a, thing, a lot of things from God because you're in so much fear, you can't trust God. Again, fear brings torment. Now, let me show you what Jesus says about fear. Please turn to John chapter 6, verse 20. Six twenty. But he said unto him, it is, it is I. This is what Jesus said. Now watch this. Be not afraid. Fear brings you to be afraid. Jesus says, I, be not afraid. God doesn't want us to be afraid and to be in fear. But it brings serious, serious torment. The spirit of infirmity blocks a lot of people from getting healed. Also, infirmity can operate in curses through bloodline. You don't know what your mom and her daddy have in your black ground, your blood ground. You don't even know why you act the way you act. Some of it's bloodline. Now, a curse should not come without a cause, Proverbs 26, 2. And when you open up the door to curses and disobeying God, you can open up the door to spirits. Remember that the spirit of infirmity affects the body of believers. Okay? Read Luke 13, 10 through 17. This woman was afflicted with a spirit of infirmity. She was present in the Sabbath service. Notice it was a Sabbath service. Jesus called her a daughter of Abraham. He wouldn't have done that on a Sunday. Both of these facts indicated that probably she was following of God, yet Satan had afflicted her body for 18 years. This is a Christian. He called her a daughter of Abraham. Well, 
how did this daughter of Abraham get afflicted like that? The Lord revealed to me through revelation, Jesus hadn't died yet to break curses with people. When he got on that tree and hung, and they hung him, they crucified him, curses as he who hanging on the tree, Christ broke all curses for anybody at Golgotha. Other examples of demonic powers afflicting the body, please see Matthew chapter 12, verse 22. Please see Matthew chapter 17, verse 15 through 18. Please see Acts 10, 38. The devil don't like this, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed. If you're oppressed of the devil, you can come to Jesus of Nazareth. Also read 2 Corinthians 12, 7. Seducing spirits, this is what we have in America, lying spirits, spirits on TV with politicians. They say some truth about them, and then they, some, some, and then they say a lie about them. Truth and lie, truth and lie. You can't do that. That's a, lie, that's a lying spirit. Spirits lie. If it's not the truth, it's a lie. These are spirits that, uh, these spirits affect the spirits of man, seducing him to believe doctrines of lies. The election was not, uh, it was rigged, and this this President 45 shooting out a lying spirit every day, just constantly. This is a lying spirit over this man, just bold just to say that. But you can't use spirits to win any battle against God. Even a politician think he can go that route and outdo God, it's not going to work. These spirits affect the spirit of man, seducing him to believe in doctrinal lies. And through that, we have QAnon. That's in the Republican Party. That's a doctrine of lies. When you start getting philosophies and ideologies and you're really opening up the door to doctrines of demons, you're giving them an opportunity to flood you. Conspiracy theories. This went on in the election. These are spirits being used to confuse people. And you got Christians, they believe that the uh, elections was rigged. Why? Well, we had one guy shooting out lying all the time. If you keep lying to a person, and if you don't have the gifts of the Holy Spirit, you believe it. So I don't believe a lie because the Holy Spirit will check me. And Christians, you need every nine gifts of the Holy Spirit in these days. These spirits afflict the spirit of man, speaking him to believe doctrinal lies and be condemned to eternal punishment. They are spirits of false doctrine cults, false Christ, and false teachers. Now, the Spirit expresses that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devil. We see that very heavy here in the United States. These seducing spirits are evil. They actually work miracles that lead some people to believe that it is of God. For they are the spirits of devils working miracles which go forth unto the kings of the earth and the whole earth to gather them to do battle of the great day of the almighty God, Revelation sixteen fourteen. Even him who is coming after the working of Satan with all powers, signs, and lying wonders, and with deceitfulness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And when you start getting into false doctrines and seducing spirits, it can block salvation because of the spirit of error. And that spirit is in 1 John chapter 4, verse 6. Such so spirits of divination are familiar spirits operating in fortune-telling, 
Lots of Christians, you are caught up in the Zodiac sign. I got delivered from the Zodiac demon, Gemini. And the Lord revealed to me, this is how uh, schizophrenia came about me. Uh, my mother, thank God, before she got saved, she <laughs> would just really get to the Taurus book. And she told she was a Taurus the bull, and my daddy was a Capricorn, and my poor brother loved him to death so much Libra. And, and this is a Sagittarius. And <laughs> it's impossible because in Psalm 8, God says <laughs> he ordained the stars. So I get attached to the demon of Gemini, two twins. That's the schizophrenic spirit, two personalities. Mm -hmm. That's right. Such spirits of divination and familiar spirits operating in fortune telling, witches, psalms, psalms reading, crystal balls, TD reading, through unscriptural methods. These spirits of divination foretell the future of things naturally unknown. Warning against familiar spirits are given in Leviticus 19.31, Leviticus chapter 20, verse 6, Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 9, Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 10, Leviticus chapter 20, verse 27, and 1 Samuel 28.3. Again, such spirits of divination are familiar spirits operating in fortune-telling. Witches, crystal balls, palm reading, tea leaves, through unscriptural method. Anytime it's something done unscripturally, I guarantee you it's the devil. The devil don't like the Bible, and he can keep you away from the Bible. He can keep you away from the truth. Because Jesus says in John 8, 32, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall what? Set you free. Spirits of divination foretell the future of things naturally unknown, warning against them. Do you know that a familiar spirit know everything about you? They've been on earth before you. They know your whole bloodline. They know what you like. They know what you don't like. So you got to change. But Pastor Han, but do that if they're going to know my life. Allow your life to become hidden in Christ, Colossians 3.3. 3. Allow the Holy Spirit to reconstruct you, body, mind, soul, and spirit, so the familiar spirit can't be familiar with that old personality that you brought with your salvation. See, when we get saved, our personalities don't get saved. Our spirits get saved. It's wide open for the devil to attack us. This is why the need of deliverance is very, very important. Seducing spirits... Seduce, entice, tempt, allure people. Seducing spirits are active in causing spiritual wickedness in high places. They present and operate in every cult. And whatever doctrinal error is this, doctrinal error is this, brings seducing spirits. Doctrinal error, the Baptist church. They don't believe in speaking in tongues. They say, uh, Tongues have ceased. First Corinthians fourteen thirty nine says God tells no one to stop no one from speaking in tongues. First Corinthians fourteen twenty two says when you speak in an unknown tongue, it's not a sign for the believer, but for the unbeliever. That's doctrinal error. And we get caught up with these evil spirits through traditions of men. If I would have stayed Roman Catholic from here today and died tomorrow, I probably went straight to hell. Because it doesn't bring salvation. If we confess with our mouth and believe that Jesus is Lord, thou shalt be saved, Romans 10, 9. 
that blocks seducing spirit. That can't be seduced if you ask Jesus of Nazareth to come into your life. But the minute you do, he has to equip you with knowledge and understanding of the word to be illuminated by revelation, according to Galatians 1.12. Remember that Satan uh, craves worship, and he will take it away from anyone he can. Seducing spirits entice men and women to worship idols, and even Satan himself and pastors. Now, we got a lot of born-again Christians that worship their pastor and not really know you're idoling him. The pastor say this. The pastor say that. You better test the spirit when I speak. I tell all of my listeners, test the spirit to see if it's of God. You want to test the spirit to see if it is of God. If it is not of God, if it is not of God, you got to leave it alone. Unclean spirits, these demonic powers afflict the soulless nature of man. They are responsible for immortal acts, unclean thoughts, temptation, and other strategies of Satan used to blind men and women. When Satan controls individuals with unclean spirits, he also operates in homes, uh-oh, unclean spirit in the house, in churches, and entice entire nations as these groups are composed of individuals. This is how Satan works in the various levels of the structure in our society. For example, of an unclean spirit seen in Matthew 10, 1, Matthew 12, 43, and Mark chapter 1, 23 through 26. Oppression, obsession, and possession. Evil spirits can operate and also oppress people. To oppress means to bear down, come against, or bind from the outside. This opposition is accomplished by evil spirits in various ways. They cause depression, create negative circumstances in your life, insert wrong thoughts. Uh-oh. Insert wrong thoughts. Look at this here. That's the main area where demons attack people is through their thoughts. I, as I hear a person speak, I can, t- I can tell where, where, where they are spiritually. Now, why do they want to deal with their own thoughts? Because they want to get you to think. Let me show you something. Turn to Ezekiel 38.10. Ezekiel 38.10. Here's a good one. Thus says the Lord God, it shall also come to pass that at the same time shall things come into that mind, into thy mind, and thou shalt think an evil thought, seducing spirits, seducing you to think on something that's not of God, to get you off from the Holy Spirit. Most pastors don't teach about the Spirit of God because they teach by their mind. Most pastors have been trained, especially if you go into school of theology. I tell anybody who's called to the deliverance ministry to please stay up out of there because you ain't going to get nothing but intellect. And God is not interested in intellect. He's a revelator, Galatians 1.12. Thought life. Demons attack the thought life. Now, 
here is why you need to pay close attention. We got a lot to cover. I'm not going to overshadow people because if I overshadow you, it'll be too much for you. So I got to feed you a little bit by little bit. I'll be coming back in this session tonight or tomorrow. Um, I want to be able to make this clear. This is a demonologist telethon. We're doing this to raise income for the ministry. We don't want to get ahead and compete with Christmas and Thanksgiving and all these other holidays. So this is our quarterly year. We do it three times a year, three months, three, six, nine, 10, 11, 12, three, six, nine, 10, 11, 12, four times. This is the fourth time we're done. We do it every three months. So please sow a seed. If you're learning something for us, keep us on air because the devil would love to choke us off this air. But God won't let him. I don't have to get up in here and bring no lies and prophesy if y'all tithes such and such amount, you'll get this in one day and two days. I, I don't do that because God's never had me to do that. And that's controlling people and being with framed words and frail words in Second Peter 2, 3 uh, is against God. And it's another form of obsession. But what the devil wants to do is to keep you in thinking. And he can get you to think is impossible for you to hear the Holy Spirit. The minute you know, the minute you think you can't hear the Holy Spirit, that's you. So let me see now. Let me think about what I got to do. The Holy Spirit say, hello, I would like to say something. I would like to say something to your spirit. The Lord don't speak to a mind. Colossians 2.19, a fleshly mind. He doesn't speak to fleshly minds. And it is so sad to see Christians not aware of this. This is why their blessings are being taken away. Because Christians will think this stuff. God says he's going to give you a blessing. The, by the time the blessing comes, the demon and talk you out of not even receiving a blessing. And then what he wants you to do is get you to go against what God says and have you to speak something that's not of God. I don't guess I get my blessings. That, you done just lost your blessing now. Death and life is in the power of tongue, Proverbs eighteen twenty one. So what you need to do is to cast these thoughts now. Most Christians are not familiar about it because they're not being taught about it. Now, if you are at a church where they got good evening, thank you, Jesus. My name is Dr. Lewar Carlton here. We're going to be talking about leadership conferences. Say, leaders, turn to the church and say, amen, amen. That is not going to teach you how to fight the devil. It's oratorical. God is against that. So what the devil wants to do is to keep you carnal. He doesn't want you to cast down nothing. He don't even really want you to know that you can cast down imaginations. He wants to keep you in carnality. Oh, boy, if he can get you like that, he got you. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 3, for ye are yet carnal, for where there is amongst you envy and strife, divisions. Are ye not carnal and walk as men? Strife, envy against the Holy Spirit. You're going to do it your way. Somebody trying to give you a word of knowledge to tell you something. You fighting it from your mind because you don't understand it from the Spirit. And a lot of pastors that's on the pulpit, really can't hear God. They can't hear God. It's coming from their mind. And poor Christians don't know anything about what, what do you mean cast down? We're supposed to cast the thoughts down. You remember Ezekiel 38 then? Thou shalt think an evil thought. Well, 
Don't you think this is seducing spirits behind that, working with fear to block you from hearing the things of God, to keep you away from understanding the knowledge of God? The devil is a lie. Our warfare, our warfare is against spiritual forces of evil, Ephesians 6, 12. Therefore, holy, our weapons such as aggression, violence, political involvement, solutions of humanity is inaccurate with believing in God. Organizational skills, eloquency of speaking, totally, it's not a weapon of God. These weapons are useless to the Holy Spirit, to, to the power of God, and the devil know it. And what he wants you to do is to figure it out, not think against God, and really don't want you to understand that these weapons are powerful because they are spiritual and comes from God. Elsewhere, Paul would list these more weapons committed to righteous living, proclamation of the gospel, and meditating on the word of God. See, if you meditate day and night, you can't worry. The devil don't want you to meditate. He wants you to think on that thing. He wants you to just bombard you with it and keep having you to thinking and keep thinking. Every thought is not of God. So the Bible tells us, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. You know, I just showed you that you are carnal in 1 Corinthians 3. Go back to that again because we got to line this up because I want you to see where you're carnal at. So you can change that and fight the enemy. First Corinthians three three, for you are yet carnal, for where there is amongst you envy, strife, divisions, are you not carnal and walk as men? So what does God want you to do? Pull down those thoughts. If they're negative, they are not of God. If they're negative, they are not of God. It says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the putting down of strongholds, casting, casting down imagination. And a lot of Christians don't do that. They just let their mind get roamed with foolish thoughts. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Notice it say every high thing. Your mind can't do that, but them demons can Bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ Jesus. Christian warfare involves bringing all spiritual thoughts into alignment with Christ's will. Failure to do so will lead to immoral acts, and immorality, and spiritual death. Use the following four steps to bring your thoughts life under Christ's control. One, be aware that God knows every thought that nothing is hid from him. Psalms 94.11, Psalms 139, verse 2, verse 4, and verse 23 and 24. Ezekiel 11.5 said, God knows every, every thought in your mind. <clears throat> we will have to give an account to God for our thoughts as well as for our words and deeds. See Ecclesiastes 5.10. Ecclesiastes 12, 14, Matthew chapter 12, verse 35 and 37, Romans chapter 14, verse 12. Be aware that the mind is a battleground 
Some thoughts originated within us while others come directly from Satan. To take captives of every thought requires warfare against both our sinful nature and satanic forces. Steadfast in resisting and rejecting evil and wholesome thoughts in the name of the Lord by using Philippians 4, 8, whatever the good report think on these things. If the devil's coming at you with foolishness in your thought, trying to tell you that the blessing ain't going to come, he's going to try to come back at you in your mind. He will come. The battleground is the mind. That is the main place that the devil attacks us through our thought life. Remember that we, as believers, are overcome and we are advised by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony and by the sayings, no to the devil. Resist the devil and he shall flee and give the devil no place. Resist the devil, James 4, 7, give the devil no place, Ephesians four twenty seven. You can't give him no play up here in your thought life. Why is that? Because the devil don't want you to believe God. He wants to use the disadvantage of you not knowing how the enemy attacks you. He wants to keep you thinking. If he can keep you thinking, you can't pray while you're thinking. I don't like to do a lot of thinking. I don't like nobody telling me what you think about it. I just don't like it. I don't deal with it. I haven't prepared a sermon. As a matter of fact, you wouldn't believe how I got woke up. Something touched me, and I was tired, and woke me up at just the right time to brush my teeth and to get up. And the minute I got up in here, I hit it. I got hit with Facebook, and the Lord told me what to do. This is calm, and we're streaming. This deliverance seminar will help you understand the demonic and give you a clear understanding of how not to get involved with it and to give you an understanding of what you need to do to fight. So tonight, you learned how to fight by casting down every imagination and every high thing that exalts itself up against the knowledge of God. Amen. God does not want us to be bombarded with these things. Now, we're going to close with a most very powerful scripture, isn't that my favorite? It's how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Demons can also possess human beings. Demon possession is in condition in which one of more evil spirits inhabit the body of a human being and take complete control of the victims at his will from his soul. Spirit can't be demonized because your spirit is renewed, but the soul, that got to come into subjection. That comes through fasting. And a lot of people don't say that. Folks go to the church and, you want to join the church? Stand for church, accept them. They clap and carry them over to the side and give them some little sermons. They don't pretend to tell them nothing about the devil. They don't tell them nothing about what to cast down. They don't tell them about thoughts in your mind. They don't tell them about that. And they hope people go to these little classes and they get beat up. And they wonder why their lives are not being blessed because they don't have the knowledge of strategic spiritual warfare. Some people prefer using the word demonize rather than possession. But regardless of the term, person is host to resist demons. Or 
not to resist them, to allow them to be a resident in their life. Possession does not mean a person is not responsible for his own sin. His responsibility resists with the fact that he has allowed the enemy out of ignorance to possess his soul through thoughts. Most people who are schizophrenia really have demons. And schizophrenia spirits make you go against God, make you hate your daddy, your mama, your cousin. The, the, the schizophrenic will tell you, uh, don't nobody love you, the president looking after you, throw the Bible away. They get you to throw Bibles away, get you to get angry, uh, get you to uh, skirmish, compete against a person. Uh, they need a lot of prayer. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let not that man receive anything of the Lord. Well, if you're double-minded, God doesn't want you to receive that. The devil don't want you to receive nothing from the Lord. And it all starts in the mind is where the warfare starts. You have to cast down these thoughts. You have not have to uh, tell the devil that he's a lie. Because demons can afflict believers. A true believer cannot be possessed by a demon because the Holy Spirit cannot inhabit the same temple as an evil spirit. What? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own, for you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which is of God. He can't control the spirit, but the body and the mind, you got to put that under subjection. We're going to be talking about that later doing this demonologist seminar. We want to thank you here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. Come join us. We're going to have a, a brief tape on rundown of certain demons. And we did have a technical problem at Facebook, but the Holy Spirit corrected it. The devil is a lie. I got out what I need. And the Lord instructed me to feed people little by little. We have a worldwide audience. Some of you may never have heard of this before. If you are feeling sleepy as I'm speaking, Please call me at 678-701-3733. You have demons. As I speak, if you're hurrying up trying to get out the car, get away from around what I'm saying, those are demons pushing you. If the demons got you disturbed thinking about something else why I'm talking to you, those are mind-erasing demons. An inability to concentrate on spiritual things or mind-controlled spirits, literacies. And this spirit really operated in theologians. Letter, intellectualism from the mind. The devil loves a mind, but he don't like the mind of Christ, First Corinthians 2.16 and Philippians 2.5. He don't want that. And we're going to be talking about that on our next segment on demonology. God bless you. Please sow a seed. The purpose for this is to raise money. We're trying to raise money for things that we need. We're going to be moving in taking some things down from our Facebook and moving it to on our radio station. We got to take off the YouTube. So uh, we're going to believe that the Lord will bring forth income to keep us on air, which he has done. I want to thank brother Sammy Osley. I want to thank pastor Rodriguez Baker and his wife, sister Sheila, brother Tommy, brother T. Rowe, brother Tommy's mother's, and all those who sow a seed here, Brother Paul, thank him for the computer. I want to thank every last one of you who have helped and sent money to this ministry. Believe me, we will take this money and we will use it wisely to keep us on air. 
We love you. We've been on air 15 years. That's a long time. I never would believe that I would be sitting here saying 15 years on a ministry. <laughs> but, you know, the Bible says my ways are not yours, neither my thoughts are yours. Isaiah 55, 8, God doesn't think the way we think. We need to come in line with him and not think through the fleshly mind, but learn to transfer that to the spirit. Please sow a seed at www.livedeliverance.com. Again, www.livedeliverance.com. We are on Blog Talk Radio, air code 646-378-1857. You can also uh, listen to us on Rumble. Primarily, it's uh, rumble.com slash live deliverance. And we have some excerpts in there also on Derek Prince talking about fortune telling. And the rest of the sermons are interpreted in Finnish. And we're trying to get this gospel out to the Finnish people. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Lord has moved on my heart to say if there's anybody that is in America or that can speak and interpret Ukraine, please, please email me. We are looking for an interpreter, not just any interpreter. Don't bring no witch to me talking about she's an interpreter because I'll be able to discern them demons in her. We need a person who loves the Lord, who's willing to uh, give their services to this radio broadcast. We're calling forth for uh Christians who can speak Ukrainian and interpret it from English to Ukrainian. We're trying to get the gospel out, and we will get the gospel out in Ukraine. We also are praying, and we are asking if anybody speaks English in Russia. We need to get the gospel throughout the whole world in Russia, Japanese, Vietnamese, Chinese, and Spanish. Please. If you'd like to give your services, email us at OvertonNavy1 at gmail.com. Please source the on our telethon. Go to www.livedeliverance.com. That's our 24-hour-a-day internet radio station. And on the lower left-hand corner, on the lower left-hand corner, source the and keep us on air. Now, come on to Blog Talk now, air code 646-378-1857. And then we're going to finish up the listings of the names of demons in demonology. Shalom. We'll see you tomorrow with our telethon on demonology. Again, sow a seed. Secure PayPal site at www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand side. God will bless you if you bless this ministry. Keep us on air by your prayers and your financial contributions. Come join us now in our blog talk room. Thank you. Stand down. We're getting ready to go back on regular radio. God bless those who listen to us at Live Deliverance Net Radio. We're going to go back with Kenneth Hagen. I'm sorry, not yeah, Kenneth Hagen, not Kenneth Colton. <laughs> Kenneth Hagen, the new birth at LiveDeliverance.com. Thank you. All right. Now what we're going to do is go back into the room, and we're going to pick up with names of demons before we close and what they do.
list of demons and their powers. When we talk about the supernatural realm, a reference to angels and demons is but natural. Demons can be termed to be negative spirits that can stalk us emotionally, mentally, and physically, preying on us for spiritual gains. This video will discuss the various types of demons and the powers they possess. Demons need an open door or a portal that is some kind of an entry point into a person's life. They cannot enter, possess, or torment without that individual's permission. The word demon is derived from the ancient Greek word dame, meaning a spirit or a divine power. This word initially did not carry the negativity of the present set of demons. Demons in today's world are supernatural and often malevolent entities. Their reference is found in all sacred and religious texts. In Christian demonology, a demon is an unclean spirit, a fallen angel, an unknown entity that caused demonic possession and can only be removed through exorcism. In Western occultism, a demon is a supernatural entity that has to be conjured and controlled with specific given tasks. The following are the various classification of the demons and their abilities according to various myths, beliefs, and religious texts. Demon Hierarchy Believe it or not, demons do have a hierarchy and a cosmic system. Here are the various classifications. Fallen Angels The angels who rebelled against God with Satan are known as fallen angels. Satan or Lucifer was an angel known as Samael, the angel of light. He became Lucifer when he rebelled and was thrown down from heaven. Now, he is known as Abaddon, the destroyer, and Apollyon, the angel of the bottomless pit. The seraphim are the most powerful among the fallen angels. Demon of Elements Fiery Demons these demons reside in the vast darkness of space and have least interest in the human realms. Their work is not yet defined for the human realm, they have no contact with the human race and work on a totally unknown secret agenda. Aerial Demons These demons always attempt to seek the destruction of mankind, they swarm the spirit world seeking an entry into the material world to attack humans. Terrestrial Demons these demons have settled on earth, as they have been cast out of the heavenly realm. Often confused with shape-shifting creatures, they can take the animal as well as human form. If a terrestrial demon is killed on the earthly plane, then it dies supernaturally as well. Aqueous Demons These demons dwell in water bodies and take pleasure in drowning humans, especially children, they are often monsters that exist in deep seas, which destroy and drown ships. Subterranean Demons These demons live a very obscure life by dwelling in forgotten caves. They can be summoned to the surface only by disturbing their way of living. Bound Demons These demons are helper demons. They work under an occultist or a magician. They are bound to their master, and sometimes, they act as guides or protectors for places of treasure. Abilities of a Demon Power to torment mentally and physically 
purposeful deception, create false reality. Disguised as good spirits, producing insanity, have great physical strength. Power over nature, Satan can produce whirlwinds, fire from heaven and great miracles in the presence of people. Power over the human body, Satan produces painful boils or welts, diseases. Dumbness, blindness, epilepsy, attempted murder. Multiple possession, apparently seeking rest by possessing humans. Convulsions, child possession, mauling. Animal possession. A limited prevision of the future, fortune telling. Anger, great strength, and power. Treacherous nature, scheme wickedly, attack humans. Provide supernatural revelations like telling the past and future. Ability to speak through an animal. Can travel from one realm to another. Projection of a false reality. Ability to remove thoughts, to implant thoughts and to manipulate the mind. Deceive the nations with malicious plans. They are invisible, but there is an awareness of their presence. Can take human form. Pagan rituals through occult practices and human sacrifice. Can transport human beings into surreal situations making them feel in supernatural falsity. Limited ability over events and human actions. Child sacrifice and murder for rituals. Communicate by speech to humans. Vast in number. Speak to men. Can control vocal cords strike humans with paralysis and possession know and speak different languages preach a false gospel and deception about god give false visions and experiences can perform miracles what is demonic possession demonic possession has been reported and has roots in many cultures and religious sects the early case of possessions came from the Sumerians who believed that sickness demons caused a person to fall ill. Christian faith attributes possession to lower demons and fallen angels. A person can get possessed only when she or he gives the malevolent entity an entry into their life's ex, through Ouija board, seance, conjuring of demons, packed with Satan, black magic, and ritualistic practices. The signs of possession are when the victim talks and understands different languages, levitates and crawls on walls, has convulsions and fits, erased memory, change in personality, clairvoyance about people around him, hurts or injures oneself, and has superhuman strength. The only way out of this is an exorcism performed by religious heads. Alphabetical list of demons and their powers. Abaddon. Another name for Satan, meaning the destroyer. Abraxas. Gnostic supreme entity, ruler of all 365 heavens or circles of creation. Adramlik. Possessing the shape of a mule or peacock, he is considered as high chancellor of hell, president of high council of devils, and superintendent of demon king's wardrobe. Agars appears riding a crocodile, governs 31 legions and is said to make enemies flee. 
he teaches all languages, and makes earth spirits dance. Ahriman Another name for devil in the Persian religion. Aim Fire demon, duke of hell, has command over twenty-six legions has three heads, a serpent, a man, and a cat. Alastor Alastor was originally immortal, the son of Neleus who was the king of Pylos, but later he became a demon after he was slain by Hercules, the greatest hero of Roman mythology. In Christian demonology and Zoroastrianism, Alastor is known as the executioner. It is also sometimes used as a generic term for evil spirits as a whole. Alasis Teacher of astronomy and liberal arts, he has the head of a lion and rides as a knight. He is said to command over 36 legions. Amtusias Looks like a unicorn but comes as a human form when summoned. Has command over 29 legions and arrives with a trumpet sound, the trees are known to revere it. Amun Reconciler of friends, can predict past and future. Egyptian supreme blue-skinned god who appears as a wolf with a serpent's tail, and in the human form, has the head of an owl and canine teeth. Amy Commander of 36 legions, a great president who appears in flames and teaches astrology. Andrus Escalates quarrels and discord, travels on a black wolf, has face of an owl and body of an angel. Commands 36 legions. Andre Alphys Teacher of geometry, appears like a peacock, and raises a great noise. Andromalias Great and might Earl appears in the human form with a great serpent, it punishes thieves and wicked people. Anzu A Sumerian mythical creature that lived in the realms of God. Asmode Persian demon of wrath. Astaroth A grand duke who presides over forty legions, appears as an ugly creature over a dragon with a viper. Summoned by magicians. Astarte, goddess of fertility in many ancient cultures. Azazel, Semitic goat-headed demon god. Baal, first king of hell, appears with a human head, cat head, and toad head. Has 66 legions and teaches the art of invisibility. Balaam, commands 40 legions, rides on a bear and has the face of a bull, a man, and a ram. He can predict past, present, future events. Barbados Similar to the folklore of Robin Hood, he is an archer, has command over 30 legions. Teaches to decipher animal language and seeks hidden treasure. Baffin A strong, great duke, with serpent's tail, sitting on a pale horse. He teaches virtues of herbs and precious stones. Beelzebub Beelzebub is one of the oldest and most demonic figures ever. His strength surpassed the extremes of evil and thus he was termed the king of fallen gods. He is also considered the ruler of the infernal regions. Philistines hated flies and they believed that everything was created by the Almighty except the flies, 
which were created by Satan. Beelzebub was therefore sometimes known as the Prince of Flies. Behemoth Egyptian spirit of the desert Belial Chief of all the devils Belphegor The god of biblical Moabites Virabha Indian demon with long crooked nails who watches over the souls who wander in the space of aerial demons Bur President of Hell, and demon of second order Commands fifty legions and moves by rolling himself, teacher of philosophy, logic, and herbal medicine Kali Hindu goddess of destruction Kalakintzeros a Greek vampire that fed on children born during Christmas and Epiphany. Came. Wise occupant and high president of hell, he is known to be a teacher of communication with animals. Cerberus. A Roman or Greek mythological creature that guarded the gates of hell. Changshi. The Changshi is the Chinese version of the vampire. In Chinese belief, each person has two souls, a superior or rational soul and an inferior irrational soul. The superior soul could leave a sleeping body and appear as the body's bubble as it roamed about. It could also possess and speak through the body of another. However, if something would happen to the disembodied soul during its journey, its body would suffer. Crosal great and strong duke with 48 legions in his command. He is known to teach controlling of water elements. Devas In the Zoroastrian religion, a Deva is a demonic and destructive being. Devas are combated by the Ahuras who help to uphold the moral law. Dak 109 A great witch according to Iroquois mythology, who appeared like a whirlwind. Dathyas Giant evil spirits in Hindu mythology. Diamus. Goddess of Calicut, wears a crown has four horns on the head, and four crooked strong teeth in her mouth. Elagos. Grand Duke of Hell, he has sixty legions in his command. Is known for secret warfare. Yeah, I've saw him before. Erish Kiggle. Ruler of the Underworld. Irenees. Also known as Furies, three women who were sent to avenge the souls of the dead and bring justice. Named as Electo the Never-Ending, Megara Envious Anger, and Poseidon, the Voice of Revenge. Eurino, one of the female titans of Greek mythology. Fenrir, wolf child of Loki and Giantess on Graboa. Focalor. A great duke who kills men by drowning them in water and overturning ships during war. Fomorians. Gaelic demons with the body of man and head of a goat. Fercus. Knight and high president of hell, commanding 29 legions. Appears like an old man with a white beard and rides a horse with a pointed dart. Furfur. Count of hell with 26 legions speaks only lies, appears as an angel or a stag. GAAP High President and Prince of Hell, commanding the four principal kings and sixty legions, 
appears in the human form at noon. Glacia Labellus, High President of Hell who commands 36 legions, appears as a dog with griffin wings. Gorgons, Demons of the Underworld or Sea. Grimory, Powerful Duke of Hell, appears as a woman wearing a ducal crown and riding a camel. Harpies, Also called the Hounds of Zeus, they are a group of feminine creatures with beaks and claws. Ors, Grand General of Hell, commanding 20 legions, he appears like a leopard and can turn demons and spirits against exorcists. Hecate, Goddess of Underworld, Darkness, and Black Magic. Easy. Finnish word for demon, they are entities of woods, streams, and hills. Hun came and Vukov came. Principal death gods of the Mayan underworld. Ibli. Another name for devil in Quran. Incubus. A fallen angel who fell for the lust of women. Appears sexually in nightmares and dreams to have sex with women. Istar. Babylonian goddess of fertility, love, and marriage. Izanami. Japanese god who bought order to the world of chaos. Jin. Spirits created by God out of fire, they attempt to take mankind away from Allah. Hormangand. Middle child of Loki and Giantess Angraboa. Kapus. Water demons in Japanese mythology. Lamia. Harmful spirits who killed sleeping infants and seduced sleeping men. Leonard. The alleged deity of Knight of Templars, the goat-headed Baphomet. Leviathan. Leviathan is a sea monster referenced in the Tanakh, or the Old Testament. This word has become synonymous with any large sea monster or creature. Lilith. Sumerian goddess, queen of heaven, mother of all demons. Loki. Trickster god in Norse mythology. Lucifer. Another name meaning light bearer for Satan. Mammon. Biblical term for wealth or property in Aramaic. Mara. Evil spirit in Buddhism. Mephistophiles. Another name for devil in Faust myths. Moloch. Biblical god of the adulterous Israelites who worshipped it with child sacrifice. Nabrius. Marquis of Hell, three-dog-headed demon, commanding twenty-nine legions. Nagas. Race of serpents who populate the underworld, according to Hindu mythology. Nicker. Malignant water monsters who drown people according to Teutonic mythology. Nibus. Said to be the hell buffoon, he manages visions and dreams. Orneus. The first demon mentioned in the Testament of Solomon. Orobos. High Prince of Hell, commanding twenty legions, he appears as man and horse. He sees the past, future, and present. Os. Great President of Hell, he appears like a leopard. Paimon. King of Hell,
governing 200 legions, half from the angelic order and half of power, he appears as a man with a woman's face riding a dromedary. Picolus. Worshipped by the ancient race of Prussia, they honored him with head of a dead man and a tallow. Pritas. In Hindu mythology, the tortured spirits of the dead that roam the Pritaloka, underworld. Rehobart. A demon who is known as the companion of Satan. Rom. In demonology, Rom is a great earl of hell, ruling thirty legions of demons. He is depicted as a crow which adopts human form at the request of the conjurer. Renov. Marquis and Count of Hell, commanding nineteen legions, he appears as a monster and teaches languages. Satan. Another name for Lucifer the fallen angel. Seraphim. Serpent demons according to Assyrian, Egyptian, and Babylonian cultures. Succubus. <coughs> Female version of incubi, seduces men yeah, when they are sleeping. Tezcatlipoca. No. Demon of conflict and change in Aztec mythology, portrayed smoking, it has an obsidian mirror at the back. Tlalpi Cutley. A female monster with mouths at her elbow, knees, and other joints, who wants to eat flesh all the time, according to Aztec mythology. Tzitzimim. Celestial demons in Aztec mythology that threaten to destroy the world. Yakovic. Demon of inferior order who maintains the oil in the infernal boilers. Babel. Powerful Duke of Hell who commands 36 legions, he appears as a dromedary or as human who speaks Egyptian. Vapula. Great strong Duke of Hell commands over 36 legions, he appears as a lion with griffin wings. Vipar. Great strong Duke of Hell, he appears like a mermaid and guides the ships in the seas. Vine. Great king and earl who shows himself like a lion riding on a black horse, he throws down stone walls and makes water rough. Watchers. Sons of God who took human wives and had children known as Nephilim. Zaphon. Fallen angel of the second rank, he is known to be inventive. Yanget Waitan. A lesser-known demon who roams the streets of finest tier holding flaming fingers. Yaramayahu. According to Aboriginal culture, a little red man with large head and mouth. Yanaldushi. Witches of Navajo mythology who are skinwalkers, who live in caves storing recognizable human heads on shelves. Zagan. Great king and president of hell, Commanding 33 legions, he appears like a bull with griffin wings. Zapar. Great Duke of Hell commanding 20 legions, he appears as a soldier. While widely regarded as just myths and legends, one cannot ignore their supernatural presence in the earthly realm. Every culture believes in good and bad entities that can create havoc in human life and it is upon us to open or not to open a portal for them to contact us.
Chaplain John Durden, you got the mic. Chaplain John Durden, you have the mic. Chaplain John Durden, you have the mic. Maybe he has a technical issue. God bless everyone. We want to thank you for listening to us here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. Don't forget to sow a seed and to keep us on air. Go to www.livedeliverance.com on 24 hours a day and go to the lower left-hand side of the PayPal site and sow a seed to keep us on air. God bless. We're going to try Chaplain John Durden one more time. Chaplain John Durden, you have the mic. That's it for everybody. God bless.